It's another beautiful Saturday morning, and we hope you are set to have a very interesting time on your favorite program on radio, Nasco Moments Radio Show. How many times have you washed your hands today? It is common practice for food crops to be grown in a variety of ways. While some are grown through conventional agriculture with the application of chemicals, others are often naturally grown. It is, however, a known fact that how food is grown or processed can have a major impact on human health. According to a 2016 survey, more and more people are now embracing naturally grown organic products because of their health-related benefits and environmental friendliness. This has in turn given rise to a steady growth of the organic products market where patronage has been on the increase. On Nasco Moments radio show this Saturday morning, we will be discussing the wide-ranging health benefits of consuming naturally grown food on the human body. Tips for daily living. Our guest is Dr. Matilda Banwat, an experienced public health personnel with the Joss University Teaching Hospital Jewish. Stay tuned, we will be back in no time. My name is Bunyan. Ah ah, Mama Shakara. Eh? This your shabby city shine on. <laughs> And how don't fit? How manage? Ah, my sister. Brightex white detergent oh Brightex detergent not the fade cloth at all at all and it the wash cloth clean well well it gets power to come out all the nyama nyama stain and dirty no matter how it be you not go chop and so no you know the chop and do and it good for washing machine too eh hmm. mama shakara me too now Brightex detergent I go dey use to wash all my clothes now so that I go dey shine shine and scent scent and make shakara like you so <laughs> Brightex white detergent, a quality product from Nasco. For your brightest wash, Brightex. Brightex for the brightest wash. Dr. Matilda Banwat, it's a pleasure to have you on the Nasco Moment Show. My pleasure being here too. So, what differentiates naturally grown foods from processed foods? Um, well, naturally grown foods are cultivated on soil. Um, the processes that are used to grow them are also the natural processes. They are weeded. They are taken care of using natural processes, and the fertilizer that is used to grow them is also organic in nature. So, because of that, they they have some advantages over other foods that are termed processed. Processed foods are those that some chemical or mechanized methods have been used on them. so that it amplifies some advantages that the natural ones may not have the processed foods can be two different groups there are those that are processed and then there are those that are highly processed so that's the, basically the difference between them okay can you list some of these naturally grown foods for the benefit of the person listening yeah so naturally grown foods have different groupings there are tubers which we know like potatoes yams um cocoyam and things like that then there are fruits mangoes oranges bananas then there are vegetables spinach tomatoes and all of that then there are pulses beans soya beans many times when we are grouping them we forget that animals can also have the natural way of producing them so there are fish that can be produced naturally chicken that can be produced naturally and other things okay like And what are the advantages of naturally grown foods to the human system? Okay, so firstly because they are produced naturally, they have that natural fresh taste which is actually sweeter than those that are produced using chemicals. A typical example is bananas for instance. If you take the one that has been naturally grown, naturally ripened, the taste is much sweeter than those that have been grown otherwise. 
then there are richer source of nutrients, particularly um, micronutrients like vitamin C and antioxidants like vitamin E. So they are, they are known to have a higher level of it than those that are not grown naturally. They also have a lower level of what is called pesticides. Chemicals that are used in growing of foodstuff can enter the food crop itself. Or if they are used to preserve it, they, can, they have a way of entering inside it. And once you take it, some of these chemicals can, a residue of it can enter your body. So if they are grown naturally, definitely they wouldn't have that disadvantage. Another major advantage they have is the fact that they are more environmental friendly. The chemicals and the things that are used in growing other foods can enter the atmosphere and get into the air we breathe and affect our lungs. They can enter the water we drink and affect our system. Their biggest problem actually is the organs that um, have to break them down in the body, so the liver and the kidneys. They can have a uh, detrimental effect on them, but naturally, food, naturally grown foods don't have that. The last advantage that naturally grown foods have is their digestibility. Because they are natural, the body is used to them, so they tend to um, digest easier, produce um, better fecal passage, so reduces certain risk of cancers and other things. Mm. Alright, are organic foods completely free of health hazards? No, they are not. Um, although they have advantages, like every natural thing, they have um, certain problems. One is worm infestation. Because the fertilizer that is used to improve them is organic, it can be from fecal matter of animals. Now, if that fecal matter is not properly treated, there can be ova or eggs of worms and they can get into certain vegetables that we might not necessarily cook like lettuce, cabbage, carrots. Okay, so that's one of the problems that they have. The second problem is increased risk of spoilage because they are natural. If they are not taken within a specific period of time, they can get spoiled. Mm. Yeah. It seems to me as if uh, most of our food here is grown uh, with, uh, chemically uh, rather than naturally. Oh. Is it that we do not really understand the difference and the advantages and disadvantages? I, my perception is one, it might be cost. Because the chemicals that we add give some, some form of advantage. For instance, the chemical fertilizers, they will make the thing grow faster. The pesticides will preserve it, so if you have to keep maize for a long period of time, it wouldn't spoil, okay? So because of that, the cost of the naturally grown is a bit higher than that of the ones that have had some form of chemicals. So that's one of the problems. The second problem is we don't have much information about it. Yeah, so we're used to what we're used to, so everybody just takes what's available. So it's about time that begins to change yeah, then. Yeah, that would uh, be nice. Putting our health uh, ahead of any other consideration. Yeah. All right, it's the NASCO Moments radio show. Thank you for staying tuned. We'll continue right after this break. Brightest white detergent, brightest, brightest white detergent, brightest for your brightest wash, brightest for your brightest wash, brightest.
Ever since I discovered the secret of Brightex white detergent, my clothes come fresh, bright and clean always. It's mild on clothes and good for my washing machine. Thank you, Brightex. Brightex detergent cleans deep stains and dirt from your clothes, keeping it fresh and bright so your clothes don't fade. It lasts longer. Brightex white detergent, a quality product from NASCO. Take the Brightex advantage today and keep your clothes fresh, bright and clean. Your brightest wash, Brightex. Brightex for the brightest wash. Welcome back. This is the Nasco Moments Radio Show. We're looking at the wide-ranging health benefits of consuming naturally grown food on the human body. Tips for daily living. Our guest has been Dr. Matilda Banwat, an experienced public health personnel with the Joss University Teaching Hospital, Jew. Now, what age bracket is more susceptible to the hazards associated with the consumption of processed foods? Um, the first group is children, particularly those less than five, because they need foods in their natural form because of the nutrients particularly. Their bodies are growing, their brains are developing, so they need as much nutrient as they can get. So if they have more processed foods, they will tend to lack in those basic nutrients. The second group are the elderly, because as you age, the body is depleting in its ability to store nutrients, in its ability to absorb and use nutrients. So they need a constant intake of natural um, nutrients. The third group are pregnant women, for obvious reasons. They have to take care of more than one person. And the developing child has a great need for natural nutrients. Um, suffice it to say, these three groups are the most vulnerable, but generally speaking, everybody needs to take care of his health and make sure that he has nutrients. Adolescents, for instance, are in a um, phase of rapid growth, so they also need to take a lot of it, So, and we can do that for the same for other groups too. Your age might be important, but your job also matters, okay? So if you're within the age group that is an adult, but your brain, um, your job demands that you use your brain a lot. You do need natural um, um, foods because of the nutrients that are needed. So I would say everybody mm, needs to be. Certainly. Yeah. Would it be safe to conclude that processed foods have no health benefit to the body at all? No, I don't think so. They do have health benefits. There's a reason why um, foods end up being processed. One is to make, give them a longer shelf life. So they last longer. So it, you find out that this rate of spoilage is much less. Because of that, it also saves cost. So you don't have to keep buying frequently. Um, the second problem, the second advantage they have is increased yield. Um, the, let's still use the banana example. The banana that has been grown in inorganic ways tends to be bigger. So it, it gives you a bigger yield or fish or chicken, for instance, that have used some form of chemicals. They tend to be bigger, so it saves cost and there's more to go around. The next advantage they have is that a good number of them are processed to increase certain um, abilities that the natural one does not have. For instance, um, cassava. The regular natural cassava does have vitamin A, but not in sufficient amounts. So the processed one, you can now add some vitamin A and that helps to take care of um, vitamin A deficiency, which is a very common nutritional problem in Africa and in many parts of the world. So that's one of the advantages that 
The, the next advantage related to that is that you can now have a variety of nutrients in one food. Unlike the orange, for instance, that has basically vitamin C, if you add the other vitamins to it using the processed way, then it increases its nutritive value. Okay, so it has advantages. Mm, there are some naturally grown foods that are medicinal. Can you mention some of them to the listener? Yeah, um, there are quite a number. They're a very large number. And with um, chronic diseases on the increase, many people use many of them. With the corona too, a lot of people have introduced and started using some. The commonest are things like uh, ginger and garlic. They are very good for the respiratory system. So people that have coughs, colds, um, they help in taking care of that. Then there's cinnamon. Cinnamon is an herbal tea, which is very aromatic. And it helps to treat acne, um, pimples. It also helps in arthrit arthritic pain. Then there are others like black pepper, ginseng, which are good for the heart because they help um, increase circulation of the heart. And the list is very long. I'd like to please give a note of caution because many times people tend to see these, since they are natural, they take it instead of their medication. They are not supposed to be taken instead of them. They can augment, then as the doctor sees you, can adjust your treatment to the way your body is responding to it. All right, there has been a lot of advocacy on the health implications of alcohol. To what extent are soft and carbonated drinks safe for human consumption? Um, so the extent that they are taken demand, determines how safe they are. Everything that is done in moderation is okay, but moderation is also dependent on the kind of person. A diabetic or a 60-year-old person, for instance, one um, tin of carbonated drink is not moderation. But for an adolescent or for a young person, that is moderation. So I would say it is, it is safe as long as one, it does not become an addiction, that the person cannot function without taking it, then it's no, it's no more safe. Then secondly, if it does not replace your food, because some people have gone to the extent of taking it as a replacement for food, and in the end, there are a lot of nutrients that you can take that you don't end up taking. The next thing is if it does not affect your health. The problem with them is that the glucose in it is, is refined, so it goes straight into the blood system. Once it goes straight in there, it now stimulates the body, the organ that is in charge of um, controlling the blood sugar, the pancreas. So it stimulates it to quickly clear it out. Then after a very short time, the person is hungry again. And then they, because of the addictive nature of the person now takes more. So after a while, it can increase the risk of diabetes mellitus. So um, they are take, if they are taking moderation for the individual need, Yes. Okay. Can it also um, cause obesity? Yeah, it can. Because mm. as I said earlier on, the, the sugar is refined. So it just goes straight into the body. If you use up that um, energy, you know, you use up the calories, then there's nothing to stop. But if you're taking it and you're not active, of course, it increases the risk of adding more weight to yourself. Okay. Yeah. All right then. Uh, it's still the NASCO Moments radio show. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, this conversation will continue in a short moment. Ah, ah, Mama Shakara. Eh? This year, she'll be still the shine. <laughs> and now don't fit. How manage? Ah, my sister. Now, bright 
makes white detergent oh. bright text detergent not the fake cloth at all at all and if they wash clothes clean well well it gets power to come out all the nyama nyama stain and dirty no matter how it be you not go chop and soak no you know the chop and oh and it good for washing machine too eh Mama Shakara, me too now. Bright text detergent I go to use to wash all my clothes now, so that I go to shine, shine and scent, scent and make Shakara like you so. <laughs> bright text white detergent, a quality product from Nasco. For your brightest wash, bright text. Bright text for the brightest wash. You are onto your favorite Nasco Moments Radio Show. Our guest today is Dr. Matilda Banwat a public health personnel with the Joss University Teaching Hospital, Juth. She has been sharing very valuable thoughts on the wide-ranging health benefits of consuming naturally grown food on the human body. Tips for daily living. Now, in what specific ways can the consumption of naturally grown foods be encouraged among citizens? Um, firstly, public enlightenment using the mass media. This program, for instance, is a very good avenue for people to know the advantages of natural foods and how they can get that to change their food choices. The second thing that I think can be done is that government needs to, just like um, the inorganic fertilizer is subsidized, there are companies that are being paid, or government um, gets uh, fertilizer producing companies. Such need to be done also for the organic because one of the things that makes the organic foods expensive is because the, the fertilizer is, is expensive. So if that could be subsidized, that would be nice. Um, the social media is a very good means, particularly for adolescents, because they are the ones that tend to take these other ones. It could be used as a means of enlightening them and letting them know about it. Farmers who produce organic foods, I think they need to be more proactive. If they can form cooperatives that could access loans, that they could work together, that would help. There are a lot of um, professionals, agriculturists, public health nutritionists, nutritionists that need to be more vocal about the advantage of natural foods so that people will know more about it. Okay. Uh, can you list for the listeners some of the health benefits of naturally grown foods? Yeah, so I said one is that they contain better nutrients, so they, are, they ensure that you're well nourished. Secondly, they're safer, they're safer for your body, they're safer for also for the environment. And lastly, they have a better taste. So because of that, satiety is easy, you don't have to take an extra amount of it for you to get satisfied. So they can reduce the risk of obesity and excess intake of food. Okay, let me give you an example. If you go to the market to buy vegetables for instance yeah um you wouldn't know which one is grown organically mm-hmm. or which one is grown inorganically yeah. so how do you find the organic food that you want to consume yeah that is one of the problems we have in africa but in developed countries they actually level it the stalls have different ones and they will let you know these ones are grown organically and these ones are not so you can make a choice but generally speaking in developing world we hardly have such so what I have noticed is the differences are maybe in the taste, but by then you have bought it already. Yeah. Sometimes the size, because the naturally grown, the um, species of bananas, for instance, that we have, or apples or whatever they are, once you see that they're bigger than the naturally grown size ones, then you begin to think it's possible that they are inorganically grown. Okay. But generally, there are certain foods that we we grow inorganically. 
uh, our maize, for instance, they are fertilizer and other things like that. Our regular food stuff in the market, most of them are inorganically made. Mm. Okay, so probably the farmers who grow organic food, people should have an organic food market. Would that help? That would. I know that certain organizations, state-owned organizations, for instance, you might see their stalls, particularly in high-rise areas, um, in just like Rayfield. I've seen one or two, and they will write it there that the foodstuff here are organically grown. Mm. Some supermarkets, large supermarkets that have those foodstuff, particularly in urban areas too, they do have that. But as I said, they, if they would come together and decide on ways that they can help each other, both to produce and to market their foods, it would make a lot of um, sense for them. All right, on a lighter note, there's a notion that malt drinks increase blood in the body. I've heard that so many times. <laughs> so that blood donors are encouraged to take it after donating blood. How valid is this notion medically? Hmm. Malt drinks. Malt itself is a cereal that has a lot of iron by its nature. And once you take foods that are rich in iron, they tend to, because the blood cells, are, the red blood cells are made up um, largely of iron. So if you take a food that increases your iron intake, it stimulates the bone marrow and other organs that uh, produce blood cells to make blood cells. The mistake that some people make is there are also alcoholic malt drinks, okay? So you now have to balance the, the alcohol with the iron that is inside. So generally it will increase blood because it has iron, but there are side effects that you need to be cautious about. Okay, so yeah. we shouldn't take it as if it's some kind of medicine. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. There are many other foods, natural foods that have iron, high iron content. Vegetables like spinach, like ugu, um, milk has is very high in iron. So those are alternative sources of any green leafy vegetable is high in iron. So those are alternative. Usually sources. the combination is ugu, milk, and, and malt. Yeah, mm. I've heard of that too. Mm. Yeah. They actually help to increase the iron um, content of the blood, so that stimulates rapid production of red blood cells. But if you're a healthy adult, the amount of blood you have is six liters. The amount that is taken from you is much less than that. And because they will test the quantity of blood you have before they take, it's not necessary that you take it every time Mm. you donate blood. Now, as we round up this conversation, what is your final message to the listener? Um, What I would suggest is that you are what you eat. So it's very important to watch what you eat. All right, then. So we should be very deliberate about what we eat. And that's a piece of advice. We'll end the NASCO Moment show today. We're indeed... Very grateful to you, Dr. Matilda Banwart, for being here today. My pleasure being here. Too. Your insights on the NASCAR Women's Radio Show, I'm sure, have assisted the listener to understand the wide-ranging health benefits of consuming naturally grown food on the human body with these tips for daily living. Uh, this is the NASCAR Women's Radio Show. Follow the program on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash group or follow on Twitter using the handle at group. You can send any feedback on any aspect of this NASCO Moments radio show to the email info at nasco.net or by text through the dedicated care line 0805-774-7777.
The Nazca Women's Trivia question for this week is Phoenix dactylifera is the name for which particular fruit? Send the correct answer via text to 0805-774-7777. Include your full name and exact location. In what year was European education introduced in Nigeria? And in what states did it begin? The answer is in the 1840s in Lagos, Calabar and other coastal cities. Our winners are Dayap Longkat from Anguldi and Ibrahim from Faringada. Congratulations. We'll call you and tell you how to claim your NASCO gift basket. The NASCO Moments Radio Talk Show has been brought to you by NASCO Group. It was created by Unimark Limited Marketing Communications Consultants. Executive Producer, NASCO Marketing Department. Producer, Harun Audu. Research and Content Development, George Palm, Harun Audu, and Malau Silvanus. Production Coordinators, Solomon Audu, Malau Silvanus, and Deborah Galadima. I am Hudung Yang. Wash your hands always and stay safe from COVID-19.